Good day, my name is Marco Dupree and I'm a BE Legal Advisor at CISA Head Office. Good day, my name is Shane Bays and I'm a BE Legal Advisor at CISA Head Office. In today's discussion, we are going to talk about the tourism sector codes. On the 8th of May 2020, the Minister of Tourism announced that further measures will be taken in order to accelerate transformation and BE in the tourism sector codes. As we are well aware, most tourism companies will only be operating on a level 1. So it is of vital importance for you to start with your BE scorecard as soon as possible. So Marku, where do we start? First of all, to understand the tourism scorecard, we need to understand what the scorecard entails and when it will be applicable to your company. So usually the companies that fall within the tourism sector are companies that deal with the accommodation, hospitality and travel related services. It's important to understand that this scorecard gets categorized in three categories, namely your generic, your QSE and your EME companies. So to start off with the EMEs, this is your exempt micro-enterprises. These are companies with a turnover of less than 5 million. They get exempted from doing formal verification to do a scorecard. So these companies get automatic level 4, 2 and 1 affidavits. So the level 4 is companies with a black ownership of less than 51%. Companies with 51% or more black ownership. It's a level two affidavit and companies with 100% black ownership, it's level one. Next category is your QSE category, that's your qualifying small enterprises. These are companies with a turnover of between five and 45 million per year. These companies have to comply with the scorecard, except if you are above 51% black owned, then you get the same recognition as you do with the exempt micro enterprises. The next category is your generic category. There are no exceptions for the generic category. In this category, you get rated on the full scorecard. Now, the full scorecard consists of five elements, which is your ownership, your management control, your skills development, enterprise and supply development, and socioeconomic development. So, Shane, can you please start us off with the ownership element? With regards to ownership, we would like to refer you back to the first podcast that Marco and myself did when we discussed the principles of the ownership element. The same principles apply to the tourism sector. So the next element is management and control. Marco, what did that entail? The management control element, you get rated on your employment or your employees. This is important to understand this element is rated on the date of verification. So when you do your verification, that's the day when they rate your employees. Not as with the other elements that you get rated on your specific financial year. So this element, you get rated on the black representation at the different levels of management, which is your top management, your senior management, your middle management and your junior management. So they look at the different black representation at these levels. It's important to also understand that if you're a generic company, that they also look at the EAP target. Now the EAP target is the economic active population in the specific province that your company is situated in. If your company is situated in more than one province, then you get rated on the national EAP. The EAP target is basically your company gets rated on the demographic representation of each race, African, Indian and colored in that specific province. And they look at your top management, your middle management, your senior management, your junior management representation, if it complies with the demographics of that specific province. Now, the next element that we're going to discuss is the skills development element. Shane, can you please explain to us more about this element? In order for companies to claim skills development points on their BE scorecard, they need to submit their workplace skills plans and annual training reports annually. 
Failure to do so, they won't be able to claim any points. So CSAR Skills Development Department will be able to assist companies with these. Companies need to pay around 6% of their annual payroll on training for black people. Now, these training are also sector-specific in the accommodation, hospitality and travel-related services. Now, we can be able to assist you to comply with the full skills target. We can also assist you with implementing learnerships. So the advantages of learnerships is that you will be able to claim your employees' salaries that are registered on a learnership, and you can get a tax rebate of up to 80,000 rand per learnership you register. The next element we will look at is enterprise and supplier development. Marco, can you please explain? Okay, so this is very important to understand that enterprise and supplier development is one element in the scorecard, but in essential, it actually consists of three sub-elements. So the first element within that element is the procurement element. In procurement, you get rated on your supplier's BE certificates and BE ratings. So it's important to understand with procurement, with supplier development, enterprise development, you get rated on the specific financial year that is applicable to your rating. So for instance, if you use your 2020 financial year, you will use the suppliers that you use within that financial year. So it's important to note that if you get new suppliers to look at their levels, the better their level, the better that it will influence your level. So it's not only the level that you have to look at, but also the black ownership, the black female ownership, and if that company is a QSE or an EME. For supply development, this element entails that a company has to make an economic contribution towards another company to economically uplift them. This can be in the form of a grant or donation or interest-free loan. There's a whole matrix about that. There are a few pre-requirements to this element, which is that the company that you use to economically uplift must be 51% or more black-owned and the turnover must be less than 50 million. With supply development, you must also make sure that the company that you use was a supplier of your company during your financial period. The target is calculated on your net profit after tax. For generic, it's 3% of the net profit after tax. It differs from, from the different scorecards, the QSE and the generic. Please also remember when you're not, your profit is not up to the industry norm of your specific sector, it's below the industry norm or you, or you make a loss, then it's important that we take a five-year average of your turnover and your net profit after tax to calculate the scoring then in your target. The next element is the enterprise development element. It's basically the same as the supply development, except the company doesn't have to be a supplier of you, and this company has to be sector-specific. So this company has to be in the tourism sector, and you have to make sure that if you do the donation that that company is in the tourism sector, otherwise it doesn't count. We as CESA have an incubator called Incuvest, which can help you source these beneficiaries if you can't find from of your own. The next element we're going to discuss is the socioeconomic development element. Shane, can you explain this element to us? Yes, with socioeconomic development, companies need to make contributions towards a charity organization that has at least 75% black beneficiaries or a black person. This needs to amount up to 1% of their net profit after tax. We would urge you to go and visit our website to look at the BE scorecard in order to see which percentages are applicable to your specific company. If you have any further questions, please visit CSAR's website or call your BE legal advisor. Thank you very much.